Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On Reviews podcast, where if you want, review it. I'm your host, DC, and today I'm joined by Moss. How's it going, everyone? And the goal of this podcast is to bring a ton of reviews from movies, TV show, comic book stuff as well. This is the 30th episode of the podcast. So, Ooh, big old 3 Yeah, man. Growing up bur- right break, yeah. out the, break out the too many candles to count. Yeah, it really is. There's a whole lot of things going on with this, and 30 is a, a quite a quite a big number for real. It's way more than halfway of the year. I have only 20. It's a bit of a milestone. It's a bit of a milestone. Mm-hmm. About 22 episodes until a full year has been done. So I'm very very close. Can't wait to be finished. Um, so the first one is um thumbs up thumbs down of course. We have a couple of trailers, a couple of other stuff we have on the on the list today. Then we have the coming to theaters as well. So for trailers, we have the Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. There's a few more trailers that came out for this series. There's, they're like 30-second trailers, which is kind of cool. And I'd like to know your thoughts on them, Moss. What do you think about it? Well, uh, I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, sometimes they're going to be telling us how this is going to do, but... I'm not too sure about it. I'm not too sure. You, you, you let me know what you think. All right. So, for me, I think they're kind of awesome. They're they're very short, which is kind of cool. And the fact that they cover so much ground with it also. So each one is like roughly thirty seconds long, and they hit you back to back to back with them. So when you're in the movie theater, it's like at least three of them that plays at once. So it's kind of cool to see that. It looks like it will be kind of funny. Plus, it's gonna happen, I believe, next week. So it's just in time for Halloween. So just seeing that alone, it feels like Zombieland meets, let's see, what other movie can I compare it to? Probably like a, a, a semi-kid-like version of Zombieland, which is kind of cool. Uh, hopefully they have some kind of um, rule system that they have that they write down. Yeah. And it'd be kind of kind of awesome. But for the most part, it looks yeah. great. It looks great. I can't wait to see it, to be honest. can't wait to see it. Well, I mean, when I first saw the trailer, I was excited. It's not that I'm not excited. It's just that uh, I I started to get a little bit more skeptical as time passed. But with the new trailer, I kind of uh, it kind of reminded me why I was excited about it at first. It's it's a lot like Zombieland in terms of the humor uh, during such a dark time like the zombie apocalypse. However, I think it's a lot lighter and it's going to be very interesting to see how they pull it off because you know these are just kids being fun. Like, they're, they're they're just turning eighteen as seniors in high school, and as if that wasn't awkward enough, they're Eagle Scouts that are proud of it. So there's going to be a very big funny coming of age movie. I just ah uh, I don't know. I think I had too much time to dwell on it, and that's what was messing with me. However, I expect it to be nothing but funny times and interesting. It's going to be more innovative than what I which is what I'll give it over Zombie Line. Because they're using the whole angle of scouts. It's going to be much more innovative in how they have these zombies. And that's going to make everything ridiculously interesting. Yeah, so. it, it should be fun. And, and you know, the main stars had, like, the, the selfie pictures. And the girl that's supposed to be, like, the the damsel in the dress, kind of. And she looks kind of cool also. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of cool movie. I can't wait to see it. I really can't wait to see it. So the next trailer I, I have... I agree, I agree. So the next trailer I have here is Daddy's Home. So this stars Mark Wahlberg and good old Will Ferrell. So they're back together since the whole the other guys movie. So they're 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 playing a dynamic where Will Ferrell's the stepdad and he's with his wife and of course they have two kids 
and the two kids yeah. are from her previous marriage, which is Mark Wahlberg. So it's kind of funny to see them both together and 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 bring a lot of funniness to it. So the first trailer, I loved it. The second trailer wasn't so hot on it. This third trailer came out. I'm kind of liking it more and more now. So I'm like, all right, there's a whole lot of funny things in it. One thing I'm kind of scared of is that they put all the funny parts in these trailers. And then when you see the movie, there's like, uh, that's all that was funny. There's nothing else left so because yeah. they ruined all the mystique to it. Like the best parts, they condensed in a few minutes. Yeah, so ho- hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully there's a lot more funny parts in this movie. But so far, what I'm seeing, it looks like it will be a funny trip. And they have some chemistry together. And just the story, the stories that they tell, especially that whole sword story, made me laugh my butt off a little bit. It was just, oh, the average sword, and then the slightly smaller than average sword. I was like, yes, hilariousness right there. So, Moss, what are your thoughts on, on this trailer? Well, I'll be honest, D. It took me a very long time to actually sit and see the other guys. I'm not terribly big on Will Farrell, and I never really paid too much attention to Mark Wahlberg in funny roles, although I knew he was capable of it, considering how I'm, how much I enjoyed Ted. Well, the first one. The second one was a little bit extra. But uh, I expected good things, because after seeing the other guys and seeing how their, their passive-aggressive uh, relationship was, just came off as so awkwardly funny. I was expecting much more hijinks, and this movie looks like it delivers, and it's just poor Will Ferrell. <laughs> poor Will. Uh, it looks hilarious, but um, I'm hoping that aside from it looking hilarious, it fulfills everything that, that I'm expecting to be, which is just nonstop funny. But like you said, I, I'm worried also that they they condensed all the funny in the movie into a short trailer, and there's nothing mystique, mysterious about what we'll see in the movie that's that's already not given up. Yeah, so hopefully there's some there's more to this movie, and it brings a lot of funniness to it. Uh, it looks funny so far, so hopefully it, it keeps the ball running. So that's that's four trailers right there. So the next part we have here is other. So there's a few things here. First thing I'm going to talk about is Assassin's Creed Syn, um, Syndicate. This video game that came out recently for, I believe, every next-gen um, game council, I believe. So, Moss, I know you're playing this game. I haven't played this game, well, this version of this game in a long, long while. So, what are your thoughts on Syndicate so far? Well, Syndicate is really interesting. Uh you know how it's third person over the shoulder, the style of the game? It's a little bit closer up. The character is a little bit larger, so it's it feels like you're a little bit closer to everything. Uh, you're playing as uh, Jacob and Evie, a set of fraternal twins in London, trying to take down this entire syndicate from this man who's trying to take over the world. And he has all of London completely locked down, and he's running things with the Templars and making life miserable. So you try to get a band of people together to rally up against him and slowly take down all of the infrastructure to this man's syndicate. And it's very in-depth. Like, 
Evie and Jacob play very different. Evie's much more stealth, and Jacob's much more brawler. So you can actually, when you do missions with both of them together, you can actually alternate who you have. And they have the same skills that you can acquire and update, but they have different weapons and different uh, abilities and different customizable uh, attributes. So that part of it is really exciting because I, I played through both and uh, it gives you the ability to have why it's another feature that's more accessible. And uh, the way you do it, um, do you remember in the first Assassin's Creed how you had to hold A and you would put your hands together and walk like a priest when you would walk with nuns? Yeah, I do remember that section. Okay, in this one, like, say, for instance, you're Jacob. Jacob, um, he pulls out a cabbie hat, puts it on, and walks and blends in with the crowd. Now, when you want to be Evie, what you what 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 she would do is she would just keep her hair down and just and stay regular. To to that mistake, it's suddenly you're blending in with the crowd. It's hard to find because you don't have a hood on, and they just pull a hood out from under their collar and drape it over them, and it's just it's just another level that they've taken it to. Uh, it's really exciting so far. I got nothing but positive reviews. I can't wait to play it online and play the co-op mode with people. So two huge thumbs up. Okay, awesome stuff right there. Um, I would get into it if I had a next gen console. It looks like it'd be kind of fun to actually play just because I saw how many um, assassins there were, and that that seems like a cool cool movie. I mean, game to play also, and I can't wait till the movie comes out. Also, Michael Michael Fassbender is going to play one of the assassins. So, huh? so the next thing we have up here is. Guitar Hero. I'm going to talk a little bit about Guitar Hero. Just because I've seen it so many times through commercials and while watching The Flash and Arrow. And it looks like fun. Something that could be a possible game changer. But it looks kind of like how it was before. So it's kind of hard to explain. Really, it's hard to explain. Because I've only seen trailers. I never actually played this game and got into it, really. And folks love it. I'm like, eh... Not my cup, cup of tea, but I, I I wouldn't mind playing it. So there's one with James Franco and um, Lenny Kravitz. Then the other one I saw yeah. was with um, the cast of Arrow and then the cast of Flash. So they went head to head against each other. Of course, they both wasn't playing any of the the tunes on on the TV, but it's kind of seeing them both. It's kind of cool seeing them both actually play, or it looks like they're playing the actual game. So for this one, I got a thumbs middle. For now, I I'll, I'll wait till it comes out and maybe play it for me to give like a, a better situation with it. So, Moss, what is your what what do you thought about this? Do you like it? No, don't like it. Okay, with Guitar Hero, unfortunately, considering the gameplay, I'm giving it a thumbs down, and here's why. What ha- what they did with Guitar Hero is that they added a new feature which is called uh, hero, like Guitar Hero Radio, I believe. And what happens is they have different stations that you can select. Like, say you want to play 90s rock, and you go to the 90s, 90s rock section, and you go to play. Well, first off, it's like it plays like a real radio station where you turn it on and it jumps into whatever part of the song that it's up to. You, you have no control over what song is being selected, 
or what song to play. And if you wanted to play certain songs, you would have to play a whole lot to get credits in order to try to purchase songs or put them, you just put them on your playlist. In order to purchase songs and have them, you need to use actual money, which is something that a lot of gaming companies have gone towards now, charging you actual money in order to have game content regularly. So with a game like Guitar Hero that they can just pump out song after song after song, it's just another scheme to just try to suck money out of you. And that, to me, is ruins the essence of gaming. Not only can I not choose what song is playing at the moment if I try to jump in the radio mode, but here you are charging me as well. Yeah, I'm not with that. I give it a thumbs down. It's, that's, that's not the spirit of gaming, and that just ruins too much for me. Oh, that that sounds kind of crazy. Uh, I personally wouldn't put any money into it, but at the same time, I can see the allure to this actual gameplay here. Just because it it looked like it was fun, and then thinking of playing any old song that's on the radio now, it's it's kind of a cool feature to it. And depends on how much the song is that you have to spend on it, it might be okay. Uh, But for for me, again, I, I probably would wait a while before actually playing this. So, um, the next thing we have up here is the Back to the Future Day. So, basically this whole week, it's been a lot of Back to the Future um, noise that's been going on. So, you have um, Jimmy Kimmel Live. He had both of the characters on there, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. They did a kind of a sketch a little bit. So, they both came on as their, their respective characters for the, for the movie series. And it looked kind of cool. So, Moss, what is your thoughts on... Did you see this, or did you not Yeah, yes, I did see it. Yes, I did see it. It was very refreshing. It was interesting seeing uh, Doc interact with Jimmy, and they were talking, and he was so much in his role, and it was just traditional Doc Lloyd, Christopher Lloyd, which was so endearing about him. He was just always shocked and excited, and he was on it and right to the TV. And Michael J. Fox also. It was really nice to see him back and doing stuff. And I just wish more things came true in terms of what they were predicting in 2015. Thankfully, we're not wearing like metal forehead protectors and things like that. That mm-hmm. was crazy. The fashion sense was absolutely crazy. Hoverboards were almost there, but the skit was good. It was it was so refreshing. It was really really nice to see. Yes, it, it was it's it's kind of cool actually seeing both characters come on and I actually watched this uh, this was this um, episode after I went to the the marathon that happened on the twenty first. I'm gonna talk about that. That's in a, a lot of Back to the Future. You yeah. you for you guys that don't know, D went ahead and he saw all the films back to back at the movies yeah. and spent the day in New York City watching Back to the Future on the day that they traveled in time, which. I'm pretty jealous. Pretty jealous. <laughs> so yeah, um, so watching this actual episode with all of them there and seeing the DeLorean pop up, I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. And just if anyone didn't know, for October 21st, they had a lift service where you could actually order the DeLorean to pick you up and drive around in that. So I was like, wow, I kind of want to do it. This is the this is the beginning of DeLorean for a minute, but I was like, it's gonna be kind of expensive. Let me not do it. I, I would. There, there was a guy in London who actually was dressed as Marty McFly, and he was driving around London and jumping out of a DeLorean and, like, staring at his watch, and he was just riding all over the city, just 
jumping out of the car, staring at his watch and messing with people. It was it was pretty funny to see. It's, a, it's an interesting viral video you guys should check out if you have time. Uh, it was nice. Uh, hey, it's definitely a, a great series. And on that same note, on roughly the same time, they actually had, actually, I think the 22nd, they actually put out a video of Michael J. Fox actually trying on the new Nike self-tying shoes. So I think they're almost ready to be processed out there. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool to actually see the the whole shoe game get out there and just to see exactly how far we're pro- progressing. So at first people was like, oh, we don't have the shoes yet. But now actually seeing, oh, the shoes are actually here now. And it's kind of see, cool to see Martin McFly put them on for the first time. And as Moss mentioned, on the 21st, I went to see all three movies. So Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3. And it was kind of cool to see them all. Basically, the marathon was awesome. Seeing all three movies at once was a long and treacherous kind of road. I actually, <laughs> actually semi-fell asleep during 2 and 3 for like 5 minutes each. Like during the midway part. Just because it's like it's a long day, I was up from six a.m. So I watched Back to Future One fully through without falling asleep. Back to Future Two, I fell asleep right there when it got just as it got to the, the actual dance. So just right there when he got the almanac, I fell asleep there, and I woke up when Marty got back the almanac inside the um, parking lot. So I wasn't sleep long. It's just that one scene where Marty kind of got the almanac and he lost it and then I woke up and I was like oh I'm good and then part three I fell asleep um where was it it was just before just before um um he told um homegirl Clara he told homegirl like oh I came from the future I fell five minutes of sleep before that so it was very short pieces I actually fell asleep on but still yet a couple actually tapped me he's like yo dude you're snowing i'm like oh snap and you wake up be good but yeah it's it a long time being in there and it was kind of cool actually see all three movies in the movie there it's a definite experience to be there and just it rocked out really did so let me ask you what were your favorite parts of each movie um what are your favorite parts of each movie i think i love back to future one in general just the whole thing Back to the Future okay. 2. For 2, I love the whole... The whole flying scene. So, seeing actually the DeLorean, DeLorean fly. I like that particular piece of it. And then for part 3... I just like the whole thing. Just because it's back in the Western. And to yeah. see those characters there. And uh, see the different little things that's in the actual movie. So, Biff... The, the dude that plays Biff, the seeing him in all three movies was kind of awesome. I was like, oh, wow. He really is in all three of them. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, he's an integral part into uh, the McFly lives, yeah, which so. is really interesting. It's, it's how the two families are are really uh, so connected, kind of like the Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah. It's very, very linked families. It's just a long history of just not getting along and bullying and all types of things yeah so it's kind but of it also that's also something that was very endearing you know you had a returning character that just was revamped in a different fashion you know it wasn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily that they did too much different they just you know they gave him a new persona a new person a new image around his same character 
So that was that's that was always refreshing. To yeah, that's pretty dope. Pretty dope. So talking about other nostalgic things. Um, so basically, this past week we've been introduced to three new Power Rangers. So the, yeah, they got four down now, guys. They're waiting on yep. one more. Yep, only one more. The Yellow Rangers is left. Um, I'm de- depending on what they go with, they might go with a guy or a girl, depending on what they go with. Um, so they they cast the Blue Ranger, Black Ranger, and the Red Ranger this past week. So the three characters is RJ's um Cliver. He's from Me Earl and the Dying Girl. Um, Ludi Lin. He's had a few things out online. There's not many things for him, but. His credits go to like Monster Hunt. I think that's the biggest one he has so far. And then you yeah, have Yeah, and he's uh he's gonna be the Black Ranger. Yep, he's gonna be Black Ranger. And um Decree Um Montgomery, he's gonna play the Red Ranger. I think the biggest thing for him is Bell Train and the Terrible. Just really really not much for him out there, but and then the last one is um Naomi Scott. She's she's cast back early this month. She's a pink ranger, she has the most out of all of them, she has uh, credit from The Martian, also um, Terra Nova. So it's she's like the veteran of the group. So it's kind of cool. So, so what do you think about them casting so many? I guess, for lack of better words, greenhorn actors for these roles that have been part of our lives for little what quarter century? I think it's a great idea. I, I don't want any any stars that I know or anyone that I would know. I rather them cast brand new actors so they won't have any kind of stigma with them or any kind of stink with them so if they did good or bad in the last past properties it wouldn't matter because most people wouldn't have watched them anyway so i agree i agree i think that is going to be that's going to be good for the films because especially with uh something like the power rangers that's been revamped so many times uh it's not hard for new guys to step in the role and just reinterpret their version of what happens, you know? It's the same story, just flipped in different ways. Yeah. So hopefully hopefully this is going to be good that A, it's a it's a role that you can reset at any point in time without having to worry about upsetting people and doing things by a code. And B, you know, you give guy you give some young young kids a chance to put themselves on the map. Hopefully they all deliver. Yeah, they, they, hopefully one or two of these guys walk away with a bright career ahead of them yeah ho- hopefully they they perform pretty well i i see Ooh. it i see it the, done. The, the black ranger is an asian kid this is gonna be yeah. interesting i yeah. like it already <laughs> so it's, it's a whole new tie but um looking through the the headshots of the the rangers so far naomi scott's own she looks okay in that one i wish they had picked a better picture for her for Andre cliver <laughs> Clyre, sorry, Clyre. Um, his headshot doesn't look too well. I'm sorry. This is one of those things. For Ludi Lin, his headshot looks amazing. I don't know. He looks like a pirate already. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. But he, for, he looks like he he looks, he looks. I am sorry to sound some type of stereotypical, racially biased, but he looks like he, he has a figure that looks like he's done martial arts. Like it's his thing. Like. Like as part of him, and it's not necessarily because of his Asian looks, but it's more so because of his his posture and his build, his muscular build. He looks yeah. like he looks like he does some things, you know. And the Pink Ranger, uh, Naomi Scott, she's I, she's gonna win everybody over with her British accent. 
Because uh, everyone's always been in, in love with the Pink Ranger, and now the Pink Ranger is going to be having a British accent. So I think this is going to be a brand new version of the love that people felt for Kimberly, the yeah. original Pink Ranger. So it, it should be cool seeing all of them. Um, can't wait to see who they pick for the Yellow Ranger. I wonder if they can go to the Sentai Ranger true form or go for the Saban true form. So it depends on which one it is. For the Sentai Ranger, the Yellow Ranger was actually a guy. And for the Saban one, the Yellow Ranger is a girl. Of course, Trini. So I wonder which one they're going to go for. Hopefully go for the guy one. Just because I want to see a guy Yellow Ranger again. It, it looks pretty cool. I remember from Ninja Storm, I was like, oh, Yellow Ranger. I was like, yeah, Yellow looks fine on the guy. Yeah, I don't mind it. So hopefully it comes out. Well, I'm I'm hopeful for it. I, I'm gonna. I'll admit. All right, I'm gonna go see it. I, I saw the first Power Rangers movie when it came out. I was I, wow. I was like nine, nine. I was like nine years old, and it was immediately fell. I fell in love right away. It was. It wasn't even fair. <laughs> it wasn't even fair. Yeah, it should be. It should be crazy. All right, so the next section right now is um, coming to theaters. So basically, four movies coming out this week in theaters. Um, it should be out right now, or, yeah, should be out right now. So, first one up is Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension, then Gem and the Holograms, then Rock the Casbah, and then last but not least, The Last Witch Hunter. So, Moss, which one would you see this week? I would see Rock the Casbah, and, and do you want me to tell you which one I'd see, or which one, like, the order of... You can do events, order. If, okay, so I would see Rock the Casbah, The Witch Hunt, The Last Witch Hunter, Gem and the Holograms, and uh, Paranormal Activity. They just need to stop. She's part of some, she's a child of prophecy. They just need to stop. <laughs> they really need to stop. It's, it's lost its mystique. This is going on worse than what they did to the Saw series, and that says a lot. They need to stop Paranormal Activity. Gem and the Holograms, uh, it's not really calling my attention, but if I had to, if you know, if, if I had to pick poison or, or or even more poison, I think I'll just stick with poison and gem in the holograms. <laughs> uh, Last Witch Hunter, you know, Vin Diesel's finally doing a different role. He he seems like he's back to his brooding, quiet, take action kind of role like he was in Chronicles of Riddick, which I appreciate. Doesn't seem as cutthroat and cool as Riddick, but you know, what do you expect? And um, yeah, definitely would see Rock the Casbah, Bill Murray, and Bruce Willis. It looks like just so much fun. It looks like a very, very, very funny movie, and I, I really look forward to that. Yeah, for me, I would go see... Our, our list are kind of the same, except for the last two. I kind of switched it around. So first would be Rock the Casbah with Bill Murray. Then next would be Last Witch Hunter with Vin Diesel. Then it will be Paranormal Activity, just because... I don't want to see German holograms too too quickly, just because I, I uh, it's, the <laughs> quickly. The I don't want to see paranormal activity at all. Yeah. Like wh- why they went there is beyond any stretch of imagination, and just 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 dope. It's just dope. Yeah, this one it's just one of the things where. I saw the trails for Gem and the Hologram. I was like, ooh, this looks bad. Oh, ooh. you know, it looks, it looks bad. It doesn't seem appealing to me at all. But again, I'd rather give that a shot than Paranormal Activity. What, six? Five, I believe. I think five? five. Are you sure? I, I don't know. Five. Who's keeping track anymore? <laughs> they're, just, they're just recycling the garbage. Yeah, this, it's, 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 it's a craziness, but, you know. Uh, I might go see one through the other one and then might go see that one before I see German holograms. It's just, 
especially no holograms in this movie. So it's like, oh, okay. So you really just took the name only. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they just kind of took the name and yeah. yeah. It, it feels too cutty, um, cookie cutter because everything you think about, oh yeah, you have a star. She has friends, and then all of a oh, sudden, well, you know, D, you're not a thirteen year old girl. Yeah, what do you so. expect to get out of the film? You're not a thirteen year old girl. Yeah, it just seems worse. Than I mean, I watched the cartoon when I was a kid, but I knew what it was. It was like, oh, this is cool. But what they could do in the cartoon was way different than what they would be able to do in a TV show in the movie because their their range. They'd have to hit the market for that young girl, which is okay. But I mean, you're not a thirteen year old girl. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's unfortunate. Let them have their movie. Let them have it. <laughs> So, um, this is the end of the episode. So, you can find us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, and iTunes at Bring Honor Reviews. And you can find us on Twitter at Bring Honor Reviews and use the hashtag Bring Honor Reviews for any questions you might have. You can also email us at bringhonorreviews at gmail.com. You can find us on the website, which is www.bringhonorreviews.com for any movie reviews, trailers, even this podcast. So, I'd like to thank Moss for being here. Uh, where can Thank they find you as always for having me? Yes. Where can they find you on, on social media? On uh, social media, you can find me on Instagram at defiant underscore mas. So it's defiant underscore mas. And on Twitter, you can find me at Goliath NYC. All right. And you can find me on both Instagram and Twitter at Dwight and C. That's D W I G H T A N T C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. And you could also email me at dc at bringhonorreviews.com. And we'll catch your reviews next time. Take care, everyone.